If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one the only miss brooke burke hi what is going on how are you today Woo-hoo. well i am in malibu you're catching up with me in my home office and i am on a media day so i have just been like back to back in this weird zoom world i wish you and i were in person but i'm happy that we get to connect with so many people in this sort of disconnected way, if you will. What did we ever, I mean, what do we ever do with our lives before Zoom? Like if there's anything slightly positive that's ever come out of COVID, it's like Zoom, right? I mean, I'd rather be in person, don't get me wrong, but this is. I think I was a driver. I mean, I'm still kind of a driver because I drive two different children to two different schools right now on opposite ends. And because it's still kind of a pause in the entertainment business, I'm able to do it. So I'm doing it. And I really hate being a driver. <laughs> but I love driving them. Well, I live in New York City, so I have nothing to, good to say about driving. So don't even get me started. My well, friends listen. are just visiting from New York City. And they're like, we cannot believe that you're in the car for two hours every morning. They're like, we would go bananas. It's just not an option. The city, they walk their son like three bucks to school. Yeah. another world. It's so worth the winters that we have here to not ever have to drive again in my life. So I want to talk about all sorts of current stuff. Like I see, you know, behind you in your home office, I see Brooke Burke body. And I want to talk about true niagen immune. I actually know something about immune boosting nutrition and NDA plus supplementation, which we'll get into. I love it. I'm a bit of a biohacking like geek in this space. Cause I've been doing it for, I've been taking Genigen for five years, even before we were working together. And I, I'm like all about the NAD. So yeah, give it to me. <laughs> I, well, I never knew what it was. And then we'll talk about it. Like one day I discovered it, but before we get until, to all of that, until we grew up. <laughs> well, in preparing for this interview, I looked you know, I do my research and I'm like, you and I are basically the exact same age off by one year. So I get it. Like you grow up and you're like, Oh, what is this? And this really works. So I want to talk about all of that, but before we get there, when you look back to, which is really how I came to know you, and I think how a lot of people came to know you was Wild On, which people like to say was the e-travel show. Does that seem like yesterday to you, or does that seem like, who is that woman? You know, it's funny. I, I had a conversation with a friend of mine. I was actually talking to Jeff Probes. We're at a dinner, and he was like, I, you know, it's amazing. You've been in this business for three decades. I was like, Jeff, three, I like two decades. And I went, oh my God, it's been three decades. And sometimes, you know, we, I don't know about you, but like, I forget it. It doesn't seem like, it does seem like yesterday. It was the time of my life. It was one of those epic shows before reality television was reality TV. 
I mean, we did, I did 40 countries in two years. I did some crazy batshit, crazy stuff. I probably would never do it again today. Like even liability waivers were different back then. It was so fun. It was like the real like boots on the ground reality TV before it was a thing. I mean, from skydiving to swimming with sharks, to flying rockets, to like eating weird stuff, to like, I mean, tomatilla. Like, we, we did everything. It was so much fun to travel the world as a local back in the day and have a gorilla team. That was like one cameraman, one sound man. It wasn't like this big, scary, intrusive, like, you know, production that t- takes people out of their space. It was really amazing. I have been before the world shut down to 56 countries and all seven continents. So I have to ask you, like, yeah, I've been to Antarctica wow. too. I was a traveler. I mean, eventually wow. the world will open. Like, do you have a How did favorite? we not cross paths and hit the road and like do some fun segments? You and I could have done the amazing race, you know. We, we could still done. do it. <laughs> Listen, you have dinner with Jet Probes. I mean, I know it's CBS family. Like, put Survivor. A good- we do Survivor. We can do like a joint survivor. Do you have a favorite country that you've been to out of every country? Um, I love St. Bart's. It's one of my favorite places on the planet, just because I like that sort of bohemian chic that, you know, beach vibe, yet you still have all of the charm and the cuisine that the French culture um, lends. So I, I really love it there. I have a lot of history there, a lot of family memories, a lot of loving memories there. I, I think people need to travel though. Like you, you get educated when you travel the world. And my advice to anyone would be do it as a local, like don't do it as an American, like leave your, you know, habitual rituals behind and go see the world. You know, I totally agree. Like, you know, in New York, like I just need my martini at like my nice restaurant. But when I travel, like I get like down and dirty. I'm like, let's just experience it. I love that. Yeah. I, I people who know me don't believe it, but then I'm like, you don't know. Like I will roll up my sleeves. And so do you whatever. just travel just because you had a zest for life, just like on your own. Like that's impressive. I just, I threw myself one day when I decided I wanted to travel, I just started in India. I'm like, let me start with like a difficult country and just jump right. And like, after that, I was like, if I can go here on my own, I mean, I went like with a group, but like, I didn't know anyone. And it wasn't like five-star India, like what you, it was really like the real I've never been to India. I think you would love it. Like a lot of people don't like it. And a lot of people love it. I think being a travel buff, you would absolutely love it. It's on my list the food, everything. I know. Wow. Impressive. So how do you go from hosting Wild on to hosting the classic, classic show, Rockstar in Excess? So much fun, that show. I really needed to unpack my bags. Most people don't know I wasn't quite the party girl that you thought I was pregnant. Then I had my child. I had my first daughter, Naraya, on on the road. I had her here, but we went on the road together. So I kind of wore her and traveled with her and um, for the first five years of her life and had my second daughter. So it was time to unpack the bags and chill out a little bit. So I went on to do some other shows at the Eat Network. And then Rockstar was my first CBS deal. It's like going to a rock and roll concert, you know, 6 a.m., which was kind of weird because some of them were rolling in through the night before. But, you know, it was celebrating unsigned talent, um, not making fun of anybody. Like, you know, we, we went through moments of that and other reality competition shows. It was amazing. And I, it was sort of, you know, the difference between that show live to tape and live live was night and day, but it was just 
so fun to watch people realize their dreams and and celebrate them. I, I really enjoyed that show. We did two years and was sad to see it go. You know, rock and roll, I think, was hard to promote and push other different than like pop. Totally. So awesome, though. So awesome. Since you and I are basically separated by one year, were you a fan of in excess before doing the show. Yes. And I was a fan of the bandmates and it was such an amazing season. And um, yeah, I mean, I love music so much, all kinds of music. So it was just a joy and a pleasure to work on that show. And it was, I mean, I saw like JD who won, like I saw in excess on tour to support the next album that came out, like with, from that show, it was great. Like he was, I mean, the closest thing. Yeah. It was the real deal. Do you have any favorite current music? Like, do you stay up on current music? I'm pretty bad with current music, so I have to, but do you like- I I mean, I always create playlists because that's how I teach my classes. And um, I'm always choreographing new content for BB Body and then doing like in-person experiences now, finally through breath work and whatnot. I have a really cool rooftop lounge that I teach at in Malibu, sometimes even in my own backyard. So everything's guided by music for me. Um, I just actually did this really cool female empowerment um, playlist, but I love that new song. I am woman. Yeah. Love, I'm obsessed, but I also love old like DJ mixes and old R and B and um, dance music. And I listen to a lot of jazz. There's a guy named Jimmy Sachs and a, a, a trumpet player named Chris Boti or Chris body who I love. Like when I'm home, I listen to like, instrumental and you know international music and a lot of jazz i probably have a different playlist for everything in my life that's true for what you do with like bb body like it's all about the playlist it just sets the mood too though like ambiance even home whether it's dinner or relaxing i'm like i'm I'm a little bit obsessed right now with these sleep frequencies also that i've been listening to at night it's pretty cool those are really good too did you know what you were getting into like when you did like Rockstar, I mean, it was Mark Burnett, but it was like early on in like reality TV, you know, especially competitions. Like, did you know kind of what to expect? We didn't because with reality, you, you know, you don't know. And it was early on in my career. That was my first network show. So I was so excited um, to get that gig. And then, you know, to work under Mark Burnett was brilliant because he's such a pro. He's like the king of making reality feel live, um, yet still getting and creating what he wants. So um, it, that's awesome. That was so awesome. Um, and really great for, Excuse you know, for, for just a stepping stone, bless you, stepping stone for me, because, you know, having done that show, and there were so many fans of that show, all walks of life, you know, to go from there to the ballroom was really trippy and pretty amazing. How did you get to the ballroom, Dancing with the Stars? Um, strangely, I, I wanted to dance on the show more than I even considered hosting the show because I wanted to sort of break that wall as a host and let America get to know me and, you know, hosting live television, it's tight. There's always an agenda. There's not a lot of room to play. Um, you know, you bring yourself and your personality to, to the business and and to the stage, but I really wanted an opportunity to sort of connect with people and, and show them who I am and who my family is and whatnot. So I had no idea I was going to stick around (laughs) and win. That wasn't the goal. So that was the scariest, most terrifying thing I've ever done was dancing on that show. The hardest thing I've ever done. Um, I'm in my office right now. I'm looking at my mirror ball. Like that's, that seems like a lifetime ago. People are so 
obsessed with this silly little glitzy trophy, but it was, there were so many life lessons and it was such an accomplishment. And then it gave me great um, experience to bring to the, to hosting it because I knew what it was like, you know, it was another layer. It, it just really enhanced my skill set as a host. And you didn't think, you know, like, I know like Brooke Burke body, like, but you've always been into health and sh- like, you didn't think, you know, you're in good shape, you're healthy. Like you didn't think like you could go the distance. Like you were truly shocked at yourself. It was so hard. I mean, it was seven days a week of rehearsing and learning choreography and not knowing whether left goes right before the right or what comes next and not having muscle memory. And then we were live, live. I mean, back then, I think when I was hosting, it was anywhere from like 15 to 20 million viewers. You just don't see those numbers anymore. And then you're being judged and your body's breaking down. I had a three month old baby and I was just like, "Ah." you know, it was, it was so hard. It was amazing. It was thrilling. It was terrifying. It was so many things. What did you learn? You said like, you like, what did you learn from being like a contestant on Dancing with the Stars? I learned how to think like an athlete. Um, I learned how to not give up because you kind of, you injure yourself. You kind of want to injure yourself out midway through the season. Everybody does <laughs> because it's just too hard. You're like, I'm out. I want my life back. Um, I learned how to really show up. And I, probably the most important thing was I learned how to have faith in my own body because I cannot tell you, I'm always amazed at music competitions, how they can actually get enough saliva in their mouth and actually sing when their heart is racing and they cannot breathe. Cause for me, every single time I stepped out onto the bomb, I was like, Oh my God, why am I doing this? Why don't I choose an easier job? Why am I doing such scary things? What am I doing? And, I'm, and I promise you, I couldn't remember that. I couldn't remember the first 10 seconds of choreography ever. And I literally had to almost just surrender and go, I know my body knows. I know my inner dialogue right now is really fucked up. And I learned that self-talk and I, I just had to surrender and just have faith. And, and I apply that to my life. Wow. Yeah. Cause everyone I talked to that's ever been on dancing with the stars from like Susan Lucci to Snooki, I've talked to them. They're all like, this literally is the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire career. Yeah, it's so true. And, and I've done weird, hard things. I mean, I did The Apprentice after that. And, you know, it's kind of similar people. And everybody was like, that was so hard. I'm like, I could do that all day long, every day. I'm like, you guys, Dancing with the Stars was harder than childbirth, like for real. So the business challenges and the cooking challenges and all these other things, even though they're intimidating, God, trying to dance and compete. And so hard. Do you remember, like, if I said, okay, Brooke, show me a pasta doble or show me a tango, like, do you actually remember all this stuff? No. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I, I don't I remember mean, what I, I did remember last week. shapes and things and position. And Derek was such a brilliant choreographer that he didn't settle for anything less than beautiful shapes. And, and, and which is why, you know, he fought so hard to, for perfection so I think I remember that. And I think in my mind, I would still enjoy it in it. You're like, Oh my God, this is so hard. Looking back. I'm like, gosh, I'd love one more dance. You know, I'll admit it as important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate. I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority. And I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. 
They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. I need to tell you guys about the way to healthier hair, and that is Way's best-selling leave-in conditioner. That's Way as in O-U-A-I. Now, let me tell you what I love about Way's leave-in conditioner. It's not just that it hydrates my hair. It's not just that it fights the frizz. Oh, I know. You think I have short hair and I don't have problems with frizz. Oh, I do. And let me tell you, this conditioner protects your hair and helps with frizz in up to 450 degrees. Trust me, your hair will thank you later. But that's not the real reason I love Way products. It's the smell. Way's leave-in conditioner has a floral fragrance with notes of bergamot, ah, violet, ooh, and white musk, ah. So listen, discover a new way of life with leave-in conditioner from Way. Go to Way.com and use code VELVETROPE to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, code VELVETROPE. Smell it first, then use it, then thank me later. What about when you did become a host? Like you said, like live TV is hard regardless. Like was yeah. that, I mean, that seems like that wouldn't be such an easy job either. It, it's not live TV is very difficult in managing and anticipating and just sort of pivoting when you need to and things go wrong. But having danced on the show, the fear that I brought to the table from the competing made the ballroom just a comfortable, safe zone. And I also brought a lot of compassion from that experience to my skill set as a host. Um, so night and day. To say that live tele- hosting live television is easy is crazy, but in comparison, <laughs> you know what I mean? I do. I mean, I was going to say, like, you must have been compassionate as a host. I mean, you seem to be compassionate as a host, but like, I would think having gone through it and then the first yeah, ever person... I was lucky to have been on both sides, which was very unique. You know, you can be hosting a live show and be a, a skilled host and pull it off. But bringing that element of experience um, was re- just a game changer for, for, for me as a host. As a host, you know, like you've stayed out of the judging, but was there someone in your time there that, you know, like maybe went home too early? You know, I mean, it was up to the minute where you're just oh. like, God, that's the person that so many are people that you just couldn't understand, but you know, that's where you sprinkle in the voice of America and why these voting competitions are so fun because what do we root for? Do we root for the underdog? Do we humanize someone? If someone's too good, do we not vote for them? Are we bitter? Do we not feel like someone deserves it? Like we get to be judges on these shows, which is so cool to connect the audience to the live stage um, and allow America or allow people at home worldwide to participate. Um, so you, you, you never know. In fact, I think that we went on to the finale when I forgot my, it was so bad that I'm forgetting the dance that I forgot. It was the jive and I forgot my dance and it was, it was humiliating and such a letdown for my partner. And we got the worst scores ever in the semifinals. 
And I think America voted for me because they felt so bad because it was so bad. And then we went on to the final. So, you you know, you never know. You never know. It's about process, right? It's not, isn't that true in life? It's really about process, how you do what you do. Totally. Who was, was there one person like at the top of your head that just shocked you? Like when they went home throughout your years hosting that show? Like went home too early. Um, Every season. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes you can meet an entertainer and a performer and bring joy to people. And it's not about your skill set as a dancer, right? It's not about perfection. It's just really about feeling. So it, it was such, it was unpredictable and it's show by show. You could be amazing and then just have a shitty song or screw up your dance or who knows, or be in a funk that week, or you could not be the greatest dancer. And you can be so fun to watch. One of the things that surprised me the most on the show was comedians. We would always book a comedian for just pure entertainment. And the comedians were not funny (laughs) because it was so scary and hard. You know what I mean? You kind of felt for some of the people of like, you're trying so hard. I mean, mind you, I think I would be horrible at it. So I'm not criticizing anyone, but you had to have like those comedians as part of it. Yeah. What about like, what do you think about Tyra Banks as a host? I mean, she gets so much criticism. It's tough. It's a live show. And I know those live tapings are a struggle, you know, behind the scenes. Um, You know, she's a diva. Everybody knows she's a diva. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not, I'm not saying anything bad about her. Be a diva. It's not the place to be a diva. You know, your pros are the diva, your winner, your perfect 10 score dancer who's never done it. That defines diva in the ballroom. So, you know, I just think it wasn't embraced. Um, And, you know, I I think that show requires a lot of compassion and loving kindness, especially as the host. So, um, you know, I don't really need to say it. You know, I mean, I think it's, it's, it was a tough transition. Change is hard. It's hard for everyone. You know, they've gone through a lot on that show. That's for sure. They have gone through a lot on that show. And you're just not the star as a host. Like, it's just not about you as the host, right? So, um, yeah, I think Tyra's great in a shining role. <laughs> I'll say that. Is <laughs> <I'm> that- like- <laughs> no, I mean, that's, I think, part of the criticism is like, I mean, is that, you know, like there's so many people out there. Look, like hosting is a whole different skill set, right? Like people, I think sometimes in different aspects of the entertainment business don't realize what goes into hosting. I mean, I host here, it's a different format, but people don't, you know, so is that some of the advice, like if you were like to everyone listening that wants to be a host one day and like have a career like yours, what advice would you give them? Is that some of the advice? Like, it's not about you. Um, You know, it's not about you. And sometimes it is. I mean, I would say, learn how to listen. You know, I mean, tell me if you agree, some of the greatest interviews I've had, I've done, and I've been on the other side of is where, you know, the conversation takes a turn and it goes where it's supposed to go because we're having a real conversation. I mean, if you or I had an agenda and we're on to the next point on the agenda, then we just, we're not really talking. So I like that in an interview personally, you know, I would agree with that also. Like there are times... I mean, listen, I I look back to like my, I can't listen to myself anyway, but I look back to like my early shows and I'm like, this is an actual disaster. Like, so I think it is true. It's like, you do hang up with a group of people, sometimes a large group of people where you're like, that was real. And like, we left everything out in this recording and at least it was real. 
Yeah. Right. Like you were in the moment. You, you never know. It, it's unique. It takes a very confident, skilled host to do that. And I look back at some things too. And I'm like, Oh my God, did I really do that or say that? Um, I remember one time we were in the ballroom and I wasn't seasoned really when I got the gig. So I learned did I, I think I had insecurities and fear, but I, I remember I was introducing a live performance or something and it was somewhere over the rainbow and I screwed up the name of somewhere over the rainbow. Like you have to be a complete woman. <laughs> But it's just, you know, you're reading and there's pressure and, you know, sometimes we read phonetically, like we do things that are not human when we're acting like a host, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. How does one screw up that? I mean, like what title could you possibly give that song? I mean, I think I just screwed up a word or something. And I think in, 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 in the early stages of my career, when you make a mistake, you would just sort of skate over it where now you and I would probably go. Did I just say that? Oh my goodness. Like one of the greatest songs of most recognizable songs in the world. Let me back up because we just fix it because it's live. And then people, I'd rather see that. Right. Totally. Listen, we have Marie Osmond fainting on live TV. So like after that, to me, it's like anything could happen on, you know, anything could happen there. No, seriously. What about like, I know, I mean, it's many years ago, but like, I know you found out that you weren't coming back to Dancing with the Stars, like you said, like just weeks before the next season. Like, did that teach you something about the entertainment business? Like, I've had a lot of lessons where I'm just like, welcome to yeah. Hollywood people. Yeah, I mean, it's not a considerate business. It's the nature of the beast. I had an amazing experience and great relationships. So I think I left with grace the same way I, I began that, that season of my life, that career, that season, meaning like the moment. But um, not everyone is, is considerate and treats you with respect just in life. And, and I think that's, that's, we have to create our own boundaries, you know, in, in a business that's unpredictable. I, I sort of expect the unexpected all the time, but I try to enjoy my ride and my time and take those moments with me. And I have great relationships and I, I'm, I value that, that time and even leaving, um, even though it was, it could have been handled better um, from a network perspective, I, from a production's perspective, rather, it really forced me to figure out what I wanted to do next. And I think it was a really good transition in my life. And I think the eight seasons that I was there was an amazing run in time. And um, I, you know, I left with nothing but joy and gratitude. So that's, you know, that I, I feel lucky in that space. And then I had to put my big girl pants on and figure out what was next. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like everything happens for a reason. Like yeah, totally. Well, talk to me about, cause you did mention celebrity apprentice. You felt compared to dancing with the stars. That was just a cakewalk. It wasn't a cakewalk, but hard to compare the two. And I love business and I love advertising entrepreneurial challenges. Um, I would love to live in a world where you have, had a team of people that couldn't say no to you and just had the ability within 48 hours to get things done. It was just thrilling. It was amazing, amazing, amazing. I, I really enjoyed it. Well, look, you finished in third place. Like you won a Maribel trophy. Now you're like totally different. You're doing a business competition, third place. Like forget about hosting. Like you might just be great at like being a contestant on like reality TV I don't shows. Know. <laughs> it's funny now when offers come along, I'm like, you know what? I've done so many of the great ones. I think I need to like retire my, my hat as the reality competition girl. Yeah. I don't know. I like now. <laughs> Celebrity big brother. You're talking to Jeff Probst. That's the CBS family. Yeah. That's a great show. <laughs> 
I don't know. I'm pretty busy now, CEOing Baby Body, but I love what I'm doing now, and it's you know, it's 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 really gratifying. Do you you know now that you're so busy with like this and the nutrition, like do you ever miss like you did you done some acting? You were on Melissa and Joey. Do you ever like do you have any interest in doing more? You know, I don't know. I never know what's coming next. I always try to have an open mind. You know, um, take advantage of the right opportunities. I'm really enjoying working with the community of women and choreographing content and building a wellness business. And um, there's so many different levels of it. You know, the app is, is, is sort of the nucleus in one part, but product development and global events and all these things that we're doing live events. It's really fun to be able to produce that and choreograph that and run that and, and kind of lead people in this space. So it's, it's consuming and I, I really enjoy it. So I feel lucky to be in this space. How did you transition to having this app and just, I mean, you know, did you just figure it all out? You know, it's a different skill set, right? Or did it's a different skill set? I surround myself with people that are more knowledgeable than I am, to be honest. Um, I mean, I know how to produce content and um, we just have a lean, mean team that I come from a live background. So it's, it's really nice. And I like to connect with people. So, so that part of it, I think is really important to encourage women in, in the, in the wellness, fitness, mindful space. And, um, you know, the tech side of it is, yeah, it's a whole nother world, but I always, I always like to learn and, and, um, challenge myself in those types of spaces. Absolutely. Do you watch like any reality TV, like the Kardashians housewives? Like, do you have any guilty pleasures such as that? I don't, I mean, I'm binge watching Ozark. I feel like I'm, I missed it. I don't know how my, my fiance and I are almost current now, but we literally binge watched the whole thing this past two months. Um, you know, the pandemic was the first time in my life I've had time to watch TV. We watched everything. Ozark. I mean, listen, I, it lost me somewhere. I mean, people love it. Like I loved it. And then somewhere, I think maybe because I'm so busy and I have half-ass watch a lot of TV shows somewhere. I'm like, I'm not dumb, but I'm so confused. And I don't know what's going on. (laughs) I don't know what season that happened, but I was like, I am just confused and I just can't anymore and I just that and I keep like one of us will fall asleep at different times and so we're having to like go back or he'll wake up and he'll be like wait what just happened none of this makes sense I like that cerebral part of it that you really have but you have to focus I I agree I agree did you have anything else during the pandemic that you and your fiance binge that you were just like this is so good we watched everything Yellowstone we were obsessed we're both from the desert so we love that whole vibe we watched everything succession Yellowstone I watched um, Handmaid's Tale on my own, all of it back to back. I was so happy when that ended. I'm like, now I can get my life back. Oh my God. (laughs) Um, A really important body of work though, I think for women. So, so many things. I I never had time to do that. I mean, look, I've had a lot of bad experience. If I'm being honest in my journey with beauty products that have toxic ingredients that are fragrance. Listen, I love a great smell. Who doesn't love a great smell in their beauty product? But a lot of the ingredients are toxic Now I've personally break out and I've had negative reactions to a few past beauty products that I've used. Now, you know, here behind the velvet rope, we love to gossip, but that's when it comes to celebrities. I'm not going to drop names on which products didn't really work out for me. That's in the past. Let me tell you, doesn't matter anymore because I've discovered lather. 
Lather is what I turn to daily and the products are natural. Lather is what I use daily. And what I love is that they're made with zero synthetic fragrance. I got to tell you about their newest product. It's freaking awesome. It's cactus flower and aloe gentle face scrub. <laughs> it feels gentle when you use it. It's awesome. And listen, like it leaves my skin feeling so luxurious and so like refreshed. Seriously, cactus flower and aloe gentle face scrub. Really, I use it. I use it every day when I wake up and every day before I go to bed. They have so many awesome products. Get 15% off your order with code velvet at lather.com slash velvet. That's 15% off your order with code velvet at lather.com slash velvet. These are like major commitments, right? Like when you decide to watch Handmaid's Tale, that isn't just like a weekend. That's like a... And it wasn't light and fun. It was like dark and heavy. <laughs> totally. Well, you know, even though you're binging all this and you don't really watch like the Kardashians or Housewives, like, you know, you live in, you know, Malibu, we have the OC, we have Beverly Hills. You know, when they look for Housewives, they look for like successful, you know, women, you have like BB Body, you have the app. Now we have some other things you're getting into. They look, you know, for people that are in shape and present well, people that have done a lot of different things, people that have a blended family. I, I say Brooke Burke sounds like a real housewife of either the OC or Beverly Hills, if you want my opinion. It's, it's come across many times. I mean, I think the Malibuligans might be a better, <laughs> might be a better possibility. Um, I never wanted to drag my kids through that. And really, you know, it's funny now because my two oldest daughters are singer songwriters and they're kind of dabbling in the business. So they're like, Hey mom, I'm like, Oh, now you guys want to, now you guys want to go public. Um, I, I, I just, I don't know the entrepreneurial part of it. I really do appreciate and I, and I get the value of that. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I could, I just have so much going on within my, I like my privacy. I like my family life. I like the time with my man. I need my alone time. I love what I'm doing in my business. I don't know if I could hang out with a bunch of chicks and get drunk and fight. <laughs> well, I can tell you one thing, a, you're going to have to get drunk and B you're going to have to fight. Although Those I love the- Lisa, although some of my girlfriends are on the show. So I say that with mad respect, you know? And you say it's like, has it actually been addressed to you by like an anti Yeah, I, I, mean, I think it comes across probably everybody that we know um, just hasn't been the right move on my team. But you never know. You never know. Have you been asked for the OC or for Beverly Hills? Um, I think it's OC, no, because I'm out here. So yeah, that wouldn't make sense. And you know Lisa Renna? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've known her for a long time. See, it sounds like a <laughs> for me. You're pushing, David, you're pushing. I'm just like, when I knew I was speaking to you, I'm like, you're so perfect for this show. But yes, listen, this is the role that Lisa Rinna was born to play. And I need no disrespect by that. She is a classic. No, for sure, for sure, for sure. But yes, you would have to expose your family and everything and you would not be a private person anymore at all. What do you like best about, you know, like you talked about like women empowerment, like what do you like best about like the BB app and running this business? I think, I mean, I think one of the best parts about BB body, besides the obvious opportunity that you have to get fit and get into shape, it's also about mindfulness, combating stress, longevity, feeling good, creating a space where you can really feel accomplished. But the community part of it, 
has been really inspirational to be able to connect with women all around the world and to share challenges, real life stories, triumphs, what we like, what we don't, and being able to take that feedback and choreograph content. And so I'm showing women, yes, how to get in shape, but I'm also showing them how to do things for themselves and make themselves a priority and up their wellness game and do things that give them an opportunity to be better partners, businesswomen, parents, friends, just overall, like it's sort of my sanity. And it's not just the workout, sweat changes you, rhythm, movement changes you, all these things. But I think it's the, I think it's the taking care of yourself, the mindful part of it, the checking out, checking in, like all these things that really matter. And I mean, it kind of, to me, from where I'm sitting, like it kind of had a moment during the pandemic, like it really kind of took off, I felt. Well, it was a digital time where we were all at home. So creating workouts in the kitchen, using a chair, doing it in your office, using your sofa, learning how to be more mindful in the morning by listening to certain music and learning how to breathe and stretch and recover all of these things and really just taking care of ourselves, you know, instead of being a couch potato for a few years and, you know, drowning and basking in in the challenging parts of the pandemic, it was an opportunity to sort of reinvent um, what wellness looks like as a family for me. And how do you handle like eating? I know like, you know, you, that's part of the app. And I mean, you know, people that say, I just want to wake up today and eat a pizza and then eat a cake (laughs) afterwards. It just, you know, well, I do if I'm craving that. I mean, I'm, I'm not afraid to screw it up. You know, I really believe in a sustainable program. Um, I intermittent fast and, you know, I have tons of recipes and PDFs and ways to simplify it, to guide people. But I mean, I think I eat, I eat well and I listen to my body and we all have cravings. It's okay to lean into those as long as you're living a pretty disciplined lifestyle, but it wouldn't be fun if it was all sacrifice. So I think it really is about, um, you know, it's a little messy and imperfect and it's about making a plan that fits your lifestyle that you can feel good about. Right. Totally. And your, you said your two oldest daughters now like are trying to break into the music business or they want They're to They're in it. I mean, when, when the studying is in the music program at USC, one's already graduated. She's a singer songwriter. Um, she performs, you know, all over Hollywood. They're producing. I mean, it's, it's, it's really fascinating. I'm, I'm happy that they're balanced and they got their education. It's a tough business, but um, super talented, far more than their mama. <laughs> you know? I can't hold the tune. What, what advice did you give them about like wanting to break into a business? Like, you know, that you're in, that you've been in for a while. Um, Well, getting their education was really important, you know, for me, you know, as a family, we're all on board with that, but just to experiment and to have hustle and grit and to try and to learn the business and um, just to study and take advantage of all those opportunities. And, you know, there's so much available. If you're passionate about something, figure out a way to learn as much as you can learn about that space. So they're just waiting for somebody to hand it to you, which, you know, a lot of children in the business do. So I have a lot of respect for their, their process and, you know, their hustle for sure. Totally. And you said now, I mean, you made a joke out of it, but you said now that they're older, do they say things like mom now housewives is, or something like that is, (laughs) is right for us because we can, you know, put our music not out house, there. not the housewives but you know they're in a world where they get to be producers and editors and tell their own story and self-publish and do all of these things that um you know they're watching everyone do it and all their friends so they're like what about us mom i'm like i don't know if we're that weird <laughs> you're like not yet 
would you ever do just like a reality show, you know, like with your fiance and just like a blended thing, you know, just about you, like you've seen. No, I mean, it's a lot of, it's very intrusive and a lot of exposure. I would rather do a business minded type of a show, an entrepreneurial type of a show, a female network type of show. Um, but you know what? I never know. It would have to be the right platform. Is there a part of this business, like the entertainment business that like you haven't done that you still want to try? I mean, I know you're focused on other I things. Mean, no, I know. I mean, I've enjoyed, I've done so many different things in my career. I've enjoyed it so much, you know, I never know, but I'm open, you know, I'm, 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 I'm really open. I, I love to be on talk. I love to interview people. I love live events, live shows. Um, I'd love to do a cooking show like at home that I would do. Um, I'm working on a book this year as well. That's really just going to be about the fabulous fifties and, you know, the next chapter of life and body confidence and that sort of thing. But I think I'd like to do a cooking book, um, a cookbook, um, just sort of about love and, and the nucleus of, of sense memory and, um, family recipes and like everything that happens in my home and in my life is really happens in the kitchen. You know, do you have a favorite cool. dish that you cook? I mean, I'm not a cook at all, but like, do you have a specialty? Um, so many things. Like tonight, my daughter and I will make pokey. We'll do like a raw fish pokey bowl with spice and herbs and nuts and that sort of thing. I love to make pastas and sauces and Middle Eastern food and like all kinds of stuff. We, we make everything. We spend a lot of time in the kitchen in my house. That's like the, you're, that's like your favorite room. Yeah. So talk to me about true niogen immune, explain what it is so, for everyone well, listening. No. And yeah, I'm, I, I've been taking true niogen for five years, which is amazing. And it really, um, you know, boosts your NAD levels. So we're born with NAD. We produce less and less after the age of 40. It's something that we need. It's a supplement for your cells. So it improves your cellular metabolism. I'm really excited because the true niogen immune just came out and that is basically the first to market of a, an immune supplement with an NAD booster. So it has in it, the things that I've been taking, which most of us have for the last two years, vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, really high quality products, even a turmeric component, um, a D3 that comes from algae. So it's all these things that we need to build our immune system, cellular repair. It's a feel good supplement. Um, there's a ton and ton of, you know, of research behind it. I'm a little bit geeky in the science department, so I'm really into NAD. I know you said that you were as well. They just got the seal of approval from Goop, but it's nice to have a supplement that you could take that has all of these things that we need. And when times are stressful, more any improving NAD levels is a really good thing. People weren't really talking about NAD before, you know, true niogen, um, helps, sort of, you know, boost those NAD levels, right? It's not, it's not like we're taking NAD. So it's really interesting. It's real. I've been taking it faithfully for five years and I love it. So you're going to take a supplement, cellular metabolism, like cellular health. This is your, I, I think this is it. Yeah. I mean, I don't take much and I never really knew what NAD plus was. And then one day I did and I do lots of other things to remain as youthful as possible. It's just, yeah. it is. And I'm like, why wouldn't I want to try this? Yeah. And it really, right. It's just, yeah, no, no, no. I agree. I mean, it supports healthy aging, right? So it supports heart health in conjunction with exercise. It improves your NAD level. So there's all of these things that are happening that we take for granted that we, we have available naturally to us when we're younger. And as we begin to age, 
you know, we have to tweak the system a little bit. We have to manipulate it a little bit. So I, you know, I take it every day and sometimes too. So the new true niogen immune is meant to work in a conjunction with the true niogen blue bottle. So I've been taking that one. I take a couple a day, sometimes more if I need it, but why not? I, we, we want all the love and help we can get, right? Listen, I feel anyone that criticizes is like 22 and you're like, say what you want, but there's other things I do to remain youthful. So why not yeah. this? Everyone I feel in like- my circle is taking it. You know, if you're 35, 40 plus, everybody I know is taking it and they've made it really easy and they've really simplified it now with the true niogen immune because you've got all these other things. Like I usually have everything laid out, right? Everything's divided in my little vitamin pack. And that's what I'm taking, CD, zinc, and curcumin, and my NAD. So now, now they've combined them together. So yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. And they're the first one to do that. Wow. Right. Like the less you need to take and have it all in one place. Make life easy. <laughs> Let's feel better. <laughs> Listen, we all need our energy, right? Like you work hard on your businesses. You know, I want to say also because, you know, there's so many like Hollywood divorces and there's so much BS that you hear. Like, you know, I think, you know, like you and like David Charvet, like the way you guys, it was just such a, like you were so successfully co-parenting and like, A, how does that, how do you do that? There's a lot of divorce in my family that didn't go so well. And like, what advice, (laughs) right. And like, what advice do you want to give to people out there? Cause like divorce gets messy for a lot of people. And especially when there's kids involved and co-parenting doesn't really happen very easily. It does. You know, well said. I mean, divorce happens to everyone in the family. It's not just the parents. Everybody gets a divorce, you know? Um, let me define that a little bit because it's not that you're divorcing your children, but I mean, everybody sort of goes through it. So David and I really chose to take the high road for our kids. We also have a deep love and a long history and we've known each other since we were 21 and 22. And yeah, maybe we weren't great as husband and wife in that role, but we are friends and we have a mutual respect and we raise our kids together and we do everything for the better good of our children. And then we also meet each other with honesty, you know, in our own process of change. And I've had to sort of redesign my life and reinvent what I thought love looked like a couple of times. So I would just tell people that like have a better working relationship divorce than you did when you were married or you'd still be married. Right. And it is possible and communicate and just have boundaries and, you know, define what you need. And I think that communication is such a big part of it. And I know it's easier said than done. Not everybody's that lucky, but defining boundaries and, um, you know, be a peacemaker, I'm a peacemaker. I try. <laughs> I try. I mean, that's good advice, right? Like <laughs> be a peacemaker in life, right? Like, just be a peacemaker guys. Like there's a lot going on out there. Right? Jesus. Do you have any, like, do you have any wedding plans? I mean, I know you're engaged now, like anything. What, what can you yet. tell us about your upcoming wedding? Is there anything planned Nothing now? yet. I mean, it's pandemic, pandemic, like pfft, nothing yet. Next year. Hopefully. What's the rush, right? It's just a weird time, you know? Do you want to have like a big wedding? Like, do you know, or you haven't really thought that much? Into well, I didn't, I didn't before. So I think our daughters are pushing for that. <laughs> really? So I'm open. I'm open. We're trying to figure it out. See, that's like, that says something when like the children actually want the big wedding, right? Yeah. By the way, that says a lot. It does, right? I mean, again, 
I've been part of many blended families with like divorced parents and like it's that when the kids are a pro at big wedding, that says a lot. Thank you. I agree. What about, you know, like I talk about like, you know, obsessions and TV. I fell down a dark rabbit hole of the A&E Playboy documentary. I was obsessed. I don't know if you've seen it yet. Having not. Well, it's really just, but I'm more into the reality genre, but it sucks you in. But, you know, like having been a former like playmate or, you know, you were in Playboy, like, what do you think about all these things that are said about Hugh Hefner that there's a lot? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I mean, I wasn't a playmate, so I did a celebrity pictorial. So just to like the playmate probably was a different world because you're kind of there and you're at the mansion and you're a little bit more involved. I I didn't really interact with him at all and I haven't seen it. So I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, I wasn't really in that world, even though I graced the cover a few times, but I don't know. Is it worth watching? Should I check it out? I think you should check it out. I mean, because you liked it or you, was it like shocking or? Well, I mean, like, look, I mean, it's not like I sat up at night, like as a gay man thinking like what Hugh Hefner is really like in the real world, but it yeah. paints this picture of him as like a predator. And it's like, it was a cult and the girls couldn't even go out and they had to check in and just a lot of things, which, you know, I don't know. You've read things about yourself. I'm sure where you're like, this yeah. is so not true. So I don't really buy into all sorts of fodder, but I just yeah. think it's interesting. I'll, have to watch it. I'll watch it and then we'll uh, we'll discuss it when we meet again. I haven't seen it, so I, I'll check it out. It's just very interesting. What about anything else you would like to cover while you're here today? You know, I like to give people a chance at the end. Like, thank you, know, you for answering all of my questions. No, of course. No, that was really fun. Thank you. You know, feel free to come back anytime. Like I've followed your career since the beginning. Where can everyone find you online? And also like, you know, anyone that is interested in purchasing Truniagen Immune, like where can they find that? So I'm easy to find. I'm on social media, Brooke Burke. You can get all my info at brookeburke.com, recipes, blogs. You can download the app. You can go to the app store, smart TVs. We're kind of everywhere. And then Truniagen, which I know people, the spelling of it, just um, walmart.com soon to be an Amazon. And you can find it on my site as well. I love it. So yes, thank you for doing this. I really appreciate your time. I know you had a busy day, but thank you so much. Thank you so much. Great talking to you. Take care. I hope your day gets better. Thank you. You too. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear... Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon. Because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, 
go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.